Hello everyone, are you sitting at your desk? Are you on CAD? Are you on the computer thinking, gosh, is this the only way? Perhaps you've done a sketch. Perhaps you're interested in all that stuff. Well, we're gonna go on a bit of an adventure. We're gonna go deep and learn how we might escape them, how you might escape all that from someone else who's done it. 15 seconds or we'll be revealed. Here we go. Oh, I'm excited, I'm excited. Let's go. Woo, seven seconds. Hello everyone, whether you're on YouTube, LinkedIn, Twitter, or on Facebook and a few others, put down your Revit model. Let's get rid of the bin. We don't want to think about that today. Have you ever been on a dreaming at your desk thinking, you know what? Maybe I should have picked up that hobby that I had. Maybe it was sculpture. Maybe it was art. Maybe it was something else. Well, I'm joined here today by a fantastic guest over here to my virtual right, I guess so, my right, which is his name is the fantastic David Horgan. So, Hello. David, welcome to the stage. Welcome to the stage. Now, David... Yeah, well, we work together, we were, and we'll get onto that in a second. But perhaps, David, for our audience, you can tell us a little bit about yourself and your roots, because like me, you studied architecture and you qualified it as an architect, right? I did. I did the whole the whole shebang. I did all seven years. So we oh, actually wow. I saw it. I did a little bit of research on you. You went to Manchester School of Architecture, yeah? Yeah, yeah, I did. I did my part too there, and it was a good laugh compared to... Um, Westminster, you know, and Westminster's all right. Yeah. It was a bit more clicky. Manchester was a bit of fun. So you yeah, went there yeah. as well then? I, yeah, I didn't even realise that you went there. But yeah, yeah. so I did, um, I mean, do you want the abridged version or the uh, the full the full version? We'd, we'll, do, we'll do the middle ground, you know, yeah, tell us what you fancy. Right. Yeah, well, I, I did, uh, yeah, so I did architecture, did seven years at Manchester, came out, got a job in uh, education, designing schools, which is, mm. yeah, all right. Then the recession came, so that that put an end to that one. And then um, mm. a guy that I uh, amused, I, I think he might have left by the time you you uh, joined Bespoke, but a guy that used to work there just rang me out of the blue right. and asked me if I'd uh, thought about working in uh, in recruitment. Mm, yeah, I, that, that, that tends to be the way, right? It's like you're in between jobs at the moment and you seem like you can talk to people and you can yeah. breathe. And so yeah, I'm guessing you yeah, can pick yeah. up a phone so do you want a job here? Yeah, exactly. Something like that. But yeah, so I did that for a while, actually. Obviously, we worked together um, mm -hmm. for a few years. And then I, you know, I had a, a few jobs in, in recruitment. Um, and then I started working a four-day week, like breaking those hours down a bit. And then it was, it was uh, referred to as my hobby day, actually, by my uh, fellow colleagues, which mm. it was at the time. And then um, I kind of realized I wasn't getting any younger. If I didn't do it now, then I never would. And then I sort of had a, it's a brief moment of madness where I decided to give it a go and, and jack it all in and take a leap of faith. Well, good for you. I, I think, well, we'll come to your art in a bit because I think what you've done is pretty sweet and we'll show people because there's nothing like seeing it as well. It's very interesting though, because architecture 
is perceived right as a stable job so that's the most stable job and then me and you maybe we were dropped or something as kids or whatever but we went into recruitment which is it's on one hand seems like big money all this stuff but it's yeah. it's a very different kind of job isn't it you're only as good as your last day you've got to make yeah, things yeah. meet the money's got to stack up and then you've gone into art which is the perception of, we were joking just before this about, you know, artists cutting their year off and suffering and, you know, all yeah, this yeah. stuff. And you're making a living out of it, right? You're not yeah. destitute. That is yeah. your house and your studio behind yeah. you, right? It is. Well, I'm not, yeah, well, this, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm at Brixton looking out at Brixton Academy just over there. Ooh. So, yeah, no, it is, it's working out uh, somehow. But, um, yeah, and it's a weird one because in some ways recruitment is not a bad preparation for being an artist, you know, because uh, that lack of security, you know, not knowing what's going to happen each month, working out that you need to sort of speak to people to make stuff happen, you know, because I think there's mm. a lot of artists out there who are, uh, you know, really very talented, but they don't really put themselves out there. You know, yeah. a, a background in recruitment, that, you know, gets rid of all your, your shame, you know, so I've got no, <laughs> no qualms of like you know putting myself out there and, and networking because it's all communication and it whatever you do really yeah um yeah. so it, in a weird way it the the lifestyle did prepare me because like you know because you know in recruitment yeah, yeah fair enough you've got a base salary but if you're not making any commissions you're going to get fired you know pretty so, much so there's not really security there so yeah fair enough i don't have my base salary cushion but, you know, I'm still pretty screwed if I don't, you know, sell a few paintings. So it's kind of um, men mentally, it was a, a weird kind of uh, preparation. Nice. Well, well, maybe you can wind back to me and I'll share my story as well, because uh, one thing we definitely got in common is so we've given up proper, and that's the word I want to say, proper architecture jobs to go mm. in recruitment, David. Yeah. Now, when I had that conversation with one or two people apart from my father everyone thought i was mad you know it's mm -hmm. like why are you giving up a proper job which you've got your d degree yeah. diploma and you've got qualified right to do yeah, yeah. a job Charged. where you're starting yeah exactly you're a chartered architect so tell me about that point where you thought you know what i can't do architecture anymore mm -hmm. i'm just going to do this wild sales job yeah, yeah. It's funny you said it. Your old man. My, my dad was pretty uh, positive about me going recruitment as well, actually, which was yeah. which was kind of cool. Um, but uh, yeah, so I guess I love architecture, but not being an architect, if that makes mm. sense. Yeah. So you know, and actually, I probably had too higher expectation of what I wanted from it. You know, mm. that aligned with the fact that I knew absolutely nothing about it. You know, the actual. Mm job of being an architect so i came out of uh, as most people do you know like the education system you know as you've spoken to other people about it doesn't really prepare you for the you know the real job does it i mean no. i'm not like it does kind of get you to your brain to think like a designer which does take time and i think that that's kind of what i see as the, the purpose of it but you know when you get out in the real world it's not quite what you imagine is it you know no. it's not it's very, very different job. And like, and I realized that, you know, what the job that I wanted in architecture, I was never going to get. Yeah. yeah. It was, I wasn't going to get there. 
Um, and then, as I say, I ended up working in schools, but that wasn't by design. It's just like, you know, what I fell into. It's kind of interesting work, lots of bureaucracy, you know, like mm. dealing with all the different teachers, and all, you know, and all their different demands. There's a lot of, you know, red tape and bureaucracy in that sector. But it was it was cool. And I probably would have carried on with it. But as I said, like briefly before, recession came along. So at the time, that was a blessing because I, I was only fresh out. I, I managed to be there for long enough to get a payout. Mm. So I went traveling for six months. Like a, it was my, my first uh, experience with a, a bit of madness is I, I bought a one-way ticket to Vietnam. Oh, jeez. So, yeah. You survived. Well done. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So that was, that was amazing. And then came back. And as you know, being in recruitment for a while, you know, you're, you're, the path you set out in dictates mm. – where you will go you know yeah. and that's yeah. obviously my background is in education so i got another job in education mm. which is okay until the tories came in and then oh. the tories came in and then the same thing happened all over again like third of the studio like cold yeah i was i was junior at the time so again and then i got in this awful treadmill of doing these like you know jobs just to kind of do you know, contract jobs which I didn't really want yeah. to do bits and bobs uh, just to sort of almost to sort of stay afloat and like stay in the game like I was, I was basically just sort of like I, I'm still an I was holding on to sort of just still being an architect without actually really enjoying it or getting what mm. I wanted out of it and it was during that period as I say I got the call from a friend that bespoke and I've been working as an architect for maybe what two or three years yeah. So I'd given it, you know, a fairly decent crack. Um, and he rang me. And it was at this time when I was just in the middle of, like, doing this terrible contract job, like, when I was just doing, like, you know, door schedules and window. And my brain doesn't even work at that. I mean, so I was like, I, I was basically <laughs> stuck doing this job, which I didn't want to do, which I was yeah. terrible. I was like, yeah. So basically, I must have seemed like to my bosses like basically the worst architect. You're the worst ever. contractor ever, David. We yeah, yeah, wouldn't yeah. have lasted two <laughs> seconds on our oh, desks. Yeah. Absolutely not. Like I was, I was like, <laughs> I was dreadful. And I literally, and I did get fired from that job just after. Literally, I think it was like the same week that uh, my this guy rang me about bespoke. So I think literally, it almost happened at the same time. So it was, yeah. it was destiny. And then I was like, okay, let's give this recruitment game a bit of a shot. Yeah, you go you uh, go into it just like whatever, isn't it? I remember around, yeah. uh, well, we worked in the same place, but uh, I, a similar thing to you. Where I was just like, oh, I'm not too sure about this architecture. You're right. It's, it's not what you do in university, and it's very different. And for me, I just had no interest in the technical aspects, David, as well. You oh, know, God, and it's very... No. Uh, yeah, and but it was very interesting as well. You were so you were an education architect. That's one of the yeah. worst sectors to get out of, right? Because the other thing is you get pigeonholed in architecture. Absolutely. So, so you kind of you kind of got a halfway pushed out of there. Then you were in a contract job, which you were just like, "What is all this about?" And yeah. then and then you joined recruitment. Was it anything like when I joined recruitment? And they were like, oh, "Hey, well done. Uh, you're here. So here's a desk. Here's a phone. Yeah, Go yeah, for yeah. it." Absolutely. You'll you, you have a bit of training for an hour on the Thursday and yeah. let's see how you get on. And you're like, yeah. ah, what? That's, that, that, that's kind of architecture in school as well, isn't it? Like teach yourself architecture, I thought it was really. You know, like that's yeah. kind of, I kind of like, like that. You know, I don't really have a problem with that. And that's what everything's like. You know, I think 
people put a bit too much emphasis on like you know having training and like being channeled i think you've got to sort of like decide to do something and commit to it and do it you know so i don't really didn't really have such a problem with that but yeah it's a bit weird it's a total culture shock you know coming like and it was it was strange it was quite i don't know if you uh felt but it was i found it really liberating yeah i like i liked it like do something which is set up, you know, it's vocational. It's like the vocational of vocational courses, like architecture. You know, you do it, I did it for like seven years. It's like you're not anything else. You are an architect. That is your identity. That is what you do and who you are. And then just to go, nah, nah, I'm not going to do that anymore. Like, I, I found that quite a liberating experience just to kind of, you know, jack it in and just try something different. I, I but, agree. Um, it wasn't easy. It wasn't easy. The no, mental- it's... A- it's difficult. I, I thought it was like my, the Breaking Bad moment. Okay, it wasn't cooking yeah. crystal meth, but you're you're kind of saying, oh, I've been a teacher or an architect all my life. I'm going to yeah. do something yeah. different. I and something's really worthy. Yeah. yeah, and I remember, do you remember it would be like the new people come and you'd be like, oh, let's see if they can do it. And then you see if yeah. people sink or swim. And, and it was, it was. I think it's, uh, you told me this actually once when we were walking home one day. And I was new and you had been doing it for about two more, three more years than me. And you were like, Steve, you've got to remember recruitment is Darwinism. And the sooner you understand that, the yeah. easier it's going to be. <laughs> did I say that? Amazing. Yeah, you did. And it wow. was true because as soon as you got that, it's like, it's not quite dog eat dog, but basically, yeah. you know, you've got to survive and you've got to, yeah, you've yeah. got to do what you've got to do. And yeah. when we say that, it's not about misleading people or anything like that, but it's more about, I think it's like, it's about being honest, but it's like activity, being there, pushing things through, making yeah, yeah, your yeah, own yeah. destiny. And if you don't do that, I remember like one guy joined us, David, and he joined one day and the next day it went for him and he didn't turn up again. And that was normal, yeah. wasn't it? Yeah, it's yeah, like- yeah, there's a few of those. A few of those. Yeah, it, you, you ter- certainly have to learn to be uh, resilient. That's for sure. Mm. Yeah. And yeah. Well, it- well, what's interesting, David, is because ironically even though that's totally different, it's, you still knew the architectural world and that's probably why you did a really good job on it, right? However, if we're going to fast forward a bit now from recruitment, because you know me, I could talk about recruitment for ages, but mm. I want to learn about your art as well because technically, and we'll bring up some of your beautiful art now, so we'll get it up here and people can have a proper look at your website in a bit. However, this is not straight away architectural, right? Your recruitment, you you did it in the architecture scene. So you've been, where yeah. I'm really interested in, you must have been doing this in the background and stuff as well, David. You mentioned before it was your hobby day where probably people mm. were giggling in the office. But I'd love to know yeah. maybe where your inspiration came from and, and then tell us about that journey. Yeah, uh, well, so I guess actually... I always wanted to be an artist, but yeah. for me, uh, architecture seemed like a good balance, you know, mm-hmm. um, which was, you know, not the right attitude, really. I just didn't mm. have the courage to do to do it at the time. Um, mm. Yeah, if you pull up my Instagram account, that's got all the recent stuff. Website's probably a little bit out of date, actually. I love um, this one. Cheers. Sorry, I'm distracting you, but your cool no, artwork no, no, no. is just like I'm um, browsing through. Yeah, and, and for me, architecture was this kind of like balance, you know, which is, uh, you know, not right, but it was always there. I didn't have the courage to do it, basically. 
Um, and then um, after working in recruitment for a while, I, I didn't want to be an architect, but I knew I had to do something. So I yeah. had this kind of like niggle in the back of my mind. I was like, right, I really, and I, you know, I wasn't getting any younger. So I thought, if I don't do it now, it's not going to get any easier to do it. No. You know, it's only going to get worse. So I then um, changed jobs and I actually, uh, so I went from bespoke to Adrem and uh, I actually started then doing a four day week. Yeah. Um, and during my fourth day, my fifth day, my hobby day, I would uh, work in a, on my own stuff. But at that point, it was, more, it was still maybe more in line with architecture. I was doing a lot of illustrative stuff. Actually, stuff on my website oh. you see in the background there, more sort of screen prints, illustration, kind of that kind of focus. Um, and then I was, so I was making screen prints and illustrations. And I always wanted to be a painter. And then, so I quit that job um, to just decide to do it full time. And then COVID hit literally about about a month after i'd quit Oof. And, and, and how did that go well actually that was the best thing that could have happened nice like, yeah because it for a number of reasons it took it, it removed any option of a plan b so again it put on like a lot of pressure in a good way yeah. so I was like, okay again survival like i had to make it work yeah and then also i could so I, I did painting. So like, and it completely revolutionized my practice. Like, and so now I always wanted to be a painter, but I, because I couldn't do the print anymore, I started painting. And actually it's the painting, like all this stuff on my Instagram. This is the stuff which is, uh, you know, getting me, uh, being able to get my own studio and, and pay the bills, you know. So, like, but actually COVID really shaped um, who like who I am as an artist like entirely. Um, so weirdly, I had quite a, a positive experience. Nice. If that makes any sense. Yeah, absolutely. It just the line went slightly crackly there, but I got what you're saying. And look, well yeah, done. Yeah, yeah. I thought I was just bomb then. It's like it's like this style. Yeah, you just won the crackle yeah, game. Yeah, but, but, I, was hey. I was wondering when you were going to get that uh, round of applause in. <laughs> I've got a few more sounds here. Yeah. I got a few more sounds, but I got to find the opportune moment to sneak them in. And I was just kind yeah. of enjoying the artwork. The problem I think is, the is delay I got, sort of took away the uh, effect of it a little. It did take the effect of it away. But I'll give you. I give. I give you one more. Yeah. Now I'm where I'm impressed as well is that this is gone from the one day hobby that was a bit of i'm sure a giggle with the colleagues before you you say yeah. that you set this up covid kind of kicked in and you're like oh wow it's like now or never i don't really yeah. want to go back to recruitment and i especially don't want to go back to architecture so those days are gone mm, so yeah, so when was the first signs david of like i can actually live in this business and not be destitute like Van Gogh cutting years off and all well, the poverty. Well, Did you make one or two sales um, of artwork and you thought, you know what, this has got legs. It could actually be a business as well as a passion. Yeah. Well, it, yeah. In Instagram, like, I don't know like mm. how I, I wouldn't have been able to survive without Instagram basically, which is weird because I didn't really use it much before. Um, but basically I set up an account and I just started posting work that I 
doing and people start contacting me asking to buy it so like and and it just sort of happened quite organically really so i was very lucky um wow. and all, like, inst- I, there, there is this kind of the more i've learned and more people i've connected with there is this sort of like movement yeah. of like you know diy kind of like punk sort of artists you know who, who haven't got any training and don't really know what they're doing uh me um who, who are actually starting to gain some momentum i think there's a lot of people there's you know i'm not the only person doing this there's quite a few people who who have uh, like decided to give this a go and it's, it's really like quite an amazing thing that like social media can like uh, allow you to do that because if if it weren't for that I really don't know how I would have been able to get my work out there, particularly during COVID, because obviously all the you know all the venues and all the galleries. And, well, I was, at the time I was a long way off galleries, but like everything was shut. So literally just posting stuff on Instagram, keeping I it, love it. and that that for me like you know it was a you know double edged sort of go oh, you know becomes a bit addictive as well. So like you know like you get a like. I get a bit like obsessed with like you know keeping the Instagram account regular, but that kind of pushes you to make more work. But um, yeah, and it just grew from there really. People oh, wow. start approaching me and getting more opportunities. Well, I think it's um it's a beautiful Instagram. You should see mine. It's an absolute train wreck, David. It's an absolute <laughs> terrible. But it's interesting how different um, platforms lend to different mediums. So for me. LinkedIn get us a lot more traction and, and I'm sure especially yourself having the mm. recruitment you can kind of see why and I think I think LinkedIn's got a lot to do with the fact that people can go onto it on their lunch break and not be accused of procrastinating you know what I mean it's like yeah, a very yeah, yeah, it's yeah. like a very PG-13 yeah it's a bit like it's a little bit vanilla right yeah. you know there's not that exciting but it's it's harmless, right? So I get a lot of work from there. Whereas Instagram, I tend to think it's more visual. I what I'd love to know with yourself though as well. And I saw one the other day, so I'm kind of going up fast here. Now you're going into the world of reels, right? And this oh, one yeah. was was you yeah, in okay. your jacket, and I I thought it was good pants, and that's what. Yeah, that's why I thought I'd get in touch as well, because I, like, I remember David. I mean, we spoke a bit off and on, but what I mean is this popped up in my feed, right? And yeah. I'm like, oh, what's David having now? little pink jacket. The, feature, the hot pink boiler suit. Oh, I love it. I want one. I want one as well. But what's interesting to me, so Instagram, especially TikTok, is going in this direction, surely, now of Reels, right? So have you seen yeah. a shift in the activity on the platform, big David? Big time, big time. There people talk about that a lot. Like um, That's why I think I got in just at the right time, really. Because yeah. like, when I was like starting out, it was... I mean, don't get me wrong. It's not like eons ago. It was like, you know, two and a half, three years ago. But like it was still like, it, you know, it was very... There's a lot of traction just for images. And then people go on about how they're trying to engineer it a bit more like TikTok. So they're mm. trying to, you know, force the algorithms, push you yeah. more to the video. So which is kind of another challenge. It's another adaptation. There's a lot of people moan about that. But I reckon, you know, it's just the game changing. So I think yeah. you've got to change with it, really. So I'm trying to do a few videos. There's me in action there. That's a good one. Home studio. This is a uh, my old home studio because I actually I, before I moved it here, I was working in what was uh, rather condescendingly termed by my wife as creative corner. 
uh, in the, which is just in the lounge. So I was working, I don't know how I did it actually. I was working in the lounge of our flat for two years, which is crazy. Um, wow, well, you did it. You, yeah, I, did but it. I, bet, I bet you were relieved moving really out of it, right? Divorce, though, but yeah. Yeah, yeah, you, you just, it's almost a domestic, domestic corner, isn't it, at this rate? Yeah. Well, I think but, um, it looks awesome. Go yeah, on, David, but, uh, sorry. People are, like, you know, moving towards video. And obviously, like, what I do is uh, static imagery. I don't do any videos as such of, like, three-dimensional work. Mm. But, yeah, I'm, I'm going to try and do a few more. I mean, you say that. I've only got, like, about, like, ten of them. But it yeah, is... But- you got it ten more than me, mate. You know, I've right. got to, I've got to crack on. Uh, I um, I tell you what, I spoke to one art teacher student, and I was down in the pub with him the other day, and uh, he was like, "Yeah, I got a reel that went to like a million. and I was just like, "I was just like, that's not real. You can't get a million. And I saw it; it was a million views, wow. and Don't so. It's only going to be the right video at the right time for the my, algorithm. I'm surprised my uh, pink boiler suit didn't get a million. Oh, I know, mate. 9,000. It kind of, you got to get a few more. Maybe you got to get the pink boiler and then yeah. you got to, you got to do a bit of drawing. But I'm going to have a quick little sneak of this because we get to see inside of your creative process a bit in these. So they're oh, quite yeah. cool. So th- th- this is home. This is like the flat at home. Yeah. Nice. So uh, not that, not the most uh, interesting video here. I'm just uh, literally painting pink. We've got a bit of a pink theme going on. There we? is, there is. I like pink. Um, yeah, I think there might have been a soundtrack to that Yeah, one. I can't I would tell you what, that's why. Yeah. If I put a soundtrack on, right, if uh, someone copyrights it on YouTube, David, i got to then, it's oh, like a whole yeah. different in your, ball. In your position now, like, you don't want that, do you? No, it's just like a headache. And do you know once I, um, here we go, Emma says, by the way, Hi, David. I love Creative Corner. So we have a fan. Yeah. You no, have that's a fan. Ah, oh, oh, that's a <laughs> cheater fan. Emma, you, yeah. you, you survived together. Lockdown. Yeah, we survived. There, yeah, I got out. Uh, I got I got fooled because the last the surname was on the hog and we're using the maiden name. Yeah, here. no, no. Very uh, modern. Can't Emma, see, you shouldn't have said your wife, David. Then you would have had an extra... Extra fan. Oh, shit. But, oh, shit. I would have got a round of applause, wouldn't I? Yeah, I got, I'm a bit slow on my board today, isn't it? You know, I've got yeah. a trumpet and stuff. But Chris years actually um, left architecture to photography. I met um, Chris through, you know, through recruitment years ago. So good on Chris as well for photography. I love to see these different ideas. But oh, he's um, done a similar thing, is he? He's done Did a similar thing. The pink thing's driving me nuts now. We're gonna take it, take it yeah. off. There you go. Right. We'll give we'll give you a break for a second. Yeah. So back back to us, so you don't have to yeah. see. We got your background here as well, so we got a nice yes, bit of artwork. Yes, as I said, like yeah, this, that's one of the uh, stuff I was doing. That the illustrative where I was doing before I started painting. Mm. So yeah, that was what I was doing on my hobby day. There we go. Well, I'm, yeah. I'm, it's one of started. my favorites of yours. You know. Oh, thanks. Do you know what that one is? Go on. No, you're never going to get. It's called Breathless. It's actually an homage to uh, Jean-Luc Godard, who died, I think, yesterday. Actually, so rather oh, wow. apt that you've got that up there. There you go. I didn't know that, and I tell you what, my my Not art history, my art history is rusty. You know what I'm talking. You know, yeah. recruitment world. I know it's like the scoreboard of all stocks yeah. in the market, isn't it? You know, yeah. PLP, PRP, all this stuff. I should get. Well, he, was a, he was a film director, but yeah, similar. 
there you go. See, uncultured and, and yeah. <laughs> rumbled live in front of everyone. So what's next then, David, for you at the moment? Well, as I say, like, so this studio that I've got is, uh, I've been in here for maybe, it's not long at all, like six weeks maybe. Wow. So as you could see in the uh, the footage from before in um, in Creative Corner, I was fairly yeah. limited in uh, in what I could produce. Of course. So I don't know how I, it's quite, again, it's sort of, I like these sort of challenges and you do sort of like, you know, and you, you build up, you know. Yeah. So I was literally working in like, you know, I don't know, two, three square feet of space by a door. Um, so I couldn't really do much in terms of uh, large scale work. I was only doing like small pieces. Yeah. So now I've started to do larger stuff, right? So the, the so now I've got a space I'm going to be doing, you know, I want, like got a big canvas over there, which is probably about four feet by three feet. I've done yeah. a couple of those and I want, you know, get bigger, bigger and bigger, basically. I was going to say, it looks actually massive because now now the connection's kind of, I can see you properly from here. It's probably my end. It's probably like downloading in the other room or something. But I can it, see it, like... It is quite big and, the, yeah, like the, the, the strategically placed uh, easel there. I mean, It's a proper it, studio. You've yeah, done yeah. it. You, you've escaped creative corner yeah yeah that's huge yeah yeah so there's the so that size canvas that that kind of stuff i'm going to be doing oh wow you know, bigger bigger well i've done like a handful of those and every yeah they've yeah they're, they're, i think they're my most successful things so it's about doing large work now nice nice so I tell you what, because I don't want people, because I can get suckered into all your awesome, I can listen to this and I, I think the, the studio is awesome. So I don't get accused of being a bad host if there's any architectural staff out there. So if say now, David, there's someone who's like plugging away at that BIM model, right? And they've got the yeah. feelings that me and you had before. Maybe they've got, maybe they've got some hobbies. Maybe they're an artist or in the making, whatever, right? So it's you a few years ago. So have you got any little pearls or wisdom or thoughts mm. about stepping in that right direction? God, I need to, I need to sort of tap into the, the me that uh, had that conversation with you all those years ago. Yeah. Can't believe I said it was like Darwinism. Amazing. Well, recruitment is like Darwinism. Yeah, You're yeah. wrong. Um, well, I don't know. It, it all depends on, um, we need to have, you need, you need to have a clear vision, I mm. think of what like i think uh, if you're just doing a bin model and thinking god i hate this <laughs> which may you may well be doing i reckon that's a lot of people man, yeah, not yeah. just one or two yeah then um you need to know what it, it would be that you know that you'd want to do like otherwise mm. you can't just you, there needs to be an idea and if you do have that idea then you make steps to to doing it i mean arguably I procrastinated a while, but then I think you've got to take gradual steps. You know, I yeah. think if you just like go and leap immediately without kind of testing it a bit, yeah, then that might be a little bit foolish. Too 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 quick, too fast. Yeah, because yeah, your your little hobby day was the basically a Trojan horse for this is what I want to exactly. do. Exactly, exactly. It really was. It, yeah, yeah. Uh, which is probably why I got so much shit over it. Yeah, but you didn't mind though, because at least you were getting a hobby day, right? Yeah, yeah. But yeah, so I think you you make you got to make steps. Know what it is you want to do, and then make steps towards getting there. 
you know. But I think it's like, you know, you, 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 there's enough time. There's always enough time. Even if you're working a five-day week, there's always enough time. It's about, yeah. make, it's about how, you, how effectively you use the time that you have. I mean, arguably, if you're working in an architecture job, you're being overworked and underpaid and you don't leave the office till 10 o'clock, then there's probably, you know, then you're struggling to find time. But then you, the only reason you do that is if, because you love it. Yeah. You know, and if you love it, then that's cool. But if you yeah. don't, then don't do it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I think that yeah. was my, I think you've hit the nail on the head of, I had that. I think it was for me, the idea of doing part three seemed like torture. And then I knew I didn't want to do it because mm. you just, you can't force yourself to do something really. Yeah. That you don't I want to do. <laughs> <laughs> well, you can, you yeah, can, we got yeah. living proof. Was that a torturous year then? Were you just horrible. like, oh. It was the worst. It was the worst. Yeah, horrible, yeah. horrible. I mean, in hindsight, yeah, I wouldn't have done. But then everything leads to a point. You know, I don't like all the experience that you have shapes yeah. you. Like, so for example, like, I don't reckon I would have, you know, I wouldn't, you know, I'm not, it's not like I've like made it, but like I'm doing all right, you know. Yeah, and yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I'm, on, I'm on that path. I don't know if I would have been if I did it when I was 18, 19. Yeah. You know, like, I think you need all that experience to Life sort of shape lessons. you and yeah. And like, and to give you the confidence and the experience. So it happens when it happens, but I do yeah. think you need to know what it is you want to do. You're right. And, uh, I agree with you because I, I, one thing is like, I really do not regret studying architecture. Yeah. It was a pain and those little nighters and stuff, but the skills you learn from architecture. I mean, I still apply some of that to the way I look at business now. And like you said, even with recruitment, recruitment's a good one on rough and ready in the world because there's there's like um there's like a brutal honesty, I think, to recruitment, yeah. which is yeah. like because in architecture you're safe and you're in your corner and one day oh, you get made redundant. Whereas in recruitment they go, if you don't make um six thousand yeah. pound profit this month, you're gone. And so you yeah, yeah, know yeah, yeah. stand. It's, it's it's harsh, but it's a good lesson. Like I actually learned a lot like through those two things, actually, those two careers, like architecture yeah. and recruitment, learned so much from both of those. Very different. Very different. Very very different. Yeah. I yeah, um go on, sorry, David. Well, I'm just saying, like, you know, recruitment, like in terms of like the like you say, the real world, because you know, it's harsh out there, you know, like yeah. and like, you are cocooned in architecture. So yeah, I've got no regrets. It was all all good experience. Do you know what? It's funny timing. So yesterday they announced, David, um, the first architecture workers strike in the UK. I saw oh, that. Oh it's juicy, yeah, yeah, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, it's like, really. I, I think it's been a long time coming. People are surprised. And I'm like, writing's been on the wall for ages because you know and yeah. I know one thing about recruitment, you're speaking to people all the time. Yeah. And it's like, there was, it was going to be one time and it's 2022 that people are finally going like, I'm not going to do this anymore. It is juicy. It's, uh, yeah, it's contentious. I mean, you, you, I guess you've got the inside track. You're, you're, you, you know, you've got your ear to the ground and all this, haven't you? So, wow. I mean, is yeah, it... Is it a relief not to have your year to the ground to it anymore then? Like now in your, what do it's you think? It's a lot of noise, isn't it? There's a, there's a lot going on, like, you know, having your finger on the pulse of everything. It's like, yeah, I, I miss knowing, like, knowing what the cranes are now. Like, oh, yeah, to, that's true. Do you remember yeah. that? Sometimes like, if there's cranes over there, there must be a recruitment job there somewhere. Yeah. You're like, oh, gosh. <laughs> yeah. So, it's yeah, I miss true. that. And like, I don't know, like, which, you know, all the towers that are being built, I don't know what they are anymore. Like, but, um, but no, I, I, 
as I say, no regrets, but I'm, I'm glad I'm not doing it now. Oh, well done. I'll give you another um, late round of applause there, but well done. Thank you very much. Yeah, no, it's impressive. So what? So tell me, right, I want to hear, what's the next, you mentioned a little bit about, you know, you've got all this exciting stuff coming on, you're changing medium, you've got your studio and all this stuff. I mean, okay, last, last question on that, and then you can ask me one or two questions and we can open it up or anything. Where would you like all this to go, David? What kind of artwork would you like to do? Is there do you something you aspire to? You already been a resident at Liberty London. I mean, what is the next step? Like in MoMA Gallery <laughs> or Tate Britain or where are we going? Oh, world domination. Yeah, everything. Um, no, I, I, I just want to do bigger work, basically. Yeah. It's just, um, it's quite, you know, I, I, I'm quite natural in terms of like, promotion and hustle you know like i kind of like do that all the time anyway and like the more i do it then that you know kind of um grows but mm. really it's about just getting better and doing bigger like, i want to increase the scale you know as you see like my work's like figurative so yeah. you know it, I, so I'm, I'm carrying on down that kind of route and i just want to yeah get better at it and do bigger work um, nice. and then you know Obviously, I want to be in like you know solo show. Okay, solo show. That's that's the next the next step that I want to do. Like as in terms of like a target, is uh, I've done a few really good group shows in really nice places. Had one um, a week ago actually, um, which was in Fitzrovia, which is an amazing venue. Like Andrew Lloyd Webber was there. Which oh is wow! Very very swanky crowd. But that was, it was a group show. So the next like tangible thing, which I want to say like as a target is to have a solo show. Oh, good for you. I mean, yeah. I think, I think, I think you're smashing, uh, smashing it. So you're going to have to let us know where that's there, but it's very interesting, as you say. So now you're talking about physical shows, whereas mm, actually yeah, what's yeah. interesting, that Instagram and that digital to save for the pandemic. But it's, I think as people, and I'm doing the same because a lot of the architecture social, which is my website platform, part of it's a job, but a lot of it was a community forum for architecture students finding a job during the pandemic. And I think like, we're all kind of getting a bit fed up of forums. We want a little bit more. Get back in real world. Yeah. So it's like that hybrid space data. And I think um makes a lot of sense and i i can't wait it's, to kind of see community that community is so important as well i mean i was having a chat with a friend at his wedding um a couple of weeks ago and he he, he was uh, uh, him and his mates used to be like psychedelic trance producers back in the day oh wow yeah yeah uh, and they um so they used to do like um forums back yeah back when there was like nothing else and saying how the friendships that they built uh, yeah. how meaningful they were and you, you can do it but like bringing it into the real world like, it, it is is so much more important like because obviously this this journey that i've had has been incredibly insular which is another mm. difference i guess between being a recruitment a huge difference between being a recruitment consultant and an artist is that you know recruitment consultants are all about like being out there very extrovert very like talking to people and then artists is all very much in your own within yourself of like insular which can get mm. a little bit unhealthy at times like you forget I, I, people and- i got you and it's a bit like that and the entrepreneurial thing as well because mm. you, you you've got to build up your brand you've got to do your art you've got to do all this stuff but the buck stops with you david really isn't it especially if like yeah. when you're at this point you've got it to now if you stop lo- your momentum 
you want go to Brit, you know, to Brixton and and you want to sell those pieces. You can't pay the yeah, rent and all that stuff. Uh, did I say Tate Britain? Yeah, we're well, we're Brixton now, but you you will. Yeah. I re- I reckon you, oh, you will get there. Quick question on that point before we move on. In how does it compare? Then you mentioned how um, being an artist compares to recruitment, and and mm. you know it's quite insular. What's it comparing to architecture? Because architecture depends mm. on where you are. That can get quite lonely in the corner it's as well. Interesting. Can't it? Yeah, I mean, actually, it, it, yeah, it, it's a more extreme version of that. You know, and actually I had a mm. period in architecture when we were studying, when I was doing the uh, the, the B arch, where mm. I did have a, a, like people that lived with me at the time will uh, attest to this, but I, I basically just didn't go out for like a year. I was like, literally. You were hermit. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. So I do have that within me, like that ability, uh, that ability to kind of like go inward um and you have to regulate it then is it david that's what you're saying yeah you have to regulate it because it's not always a good thing particularly like with covid and all that like that's why it's nice to now like meet people that are connected with on instagram and go to physical shows it's like really really important but yeah uh, architecture can be like that as well but then obviously in the real world you're in an office so like or, or studio or whatever like so you are still got you know people around you unless you, you like say you're setting up your own business which also can yeah. be quite lonely are you or you're like the the bin monkey in the corner and just like slaving away <laughs> yeah yeah no, no one wants to to yeah exactly <laughs> well well that's it you gotta socialize a bit well david that's um i'm gonna bring up a few links here as well um there you go your wife is saying you're doing amazing so that's good so you're not that's going good to... well, thanks emma and, and hopefully emma we passed the test on the show and there's going to be no arguments after David says many fun things before the show and during the show. Um, I'm going to bring up your website quickly here as well. But what I was going to say, David, in the last part of the show, I kind of spring this on my guests. I normally say, like, is there any questions you want to throw back to me? Because it's a one, it's been a, I try not to make it a one-way thing, but I guess I've been asking you the questions to unpack all this stuff. Do you have any questions to me about maybe like architecture or anything else like that um, at the moment? Yeah, well, I guess, yeah, yeah obviously, it's nice to you know, reconnect with you because we've not really spoken for a while. And you're yeah. doing, like, so tell me a bit, like, architecture social. So, like, what, how, how is that working at the moment? You're obviously doing these podcasts and you're, you're getting yourself out there, but you're building yeah. a community, yeah? This is all about building a, a community partly, within architecture, yeah? It's partly, yeah, and you laugh because I'll tell you the, the the honesty is. So I um, set up this business, and recruitment's what I know as well. And recruitment pays the bills. You know, people talk about the servers and the community mm. and all that stuff. And there's nothing like recruitment because it's a profitable business. It's a nightmare to do, but mm. recruitment pays the bills. So I started off with all these crazy ideas. So I was like, the forum, this and that. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that, and and even now, I, I, I've released some things which I think people are going to love, and they just don't use. And that's fine. And what I've learned is that people are very interested in um, their careers, literally. So it tends to be a spike of people kind of like, ah, oh, you know, with the Arctic Social, and then they're looking for a job, and oh, my gosh, they're on the website, they're on the stuff. Mm-hmm. But it was unpacking what we know, right? That's the kind of the core of it. So, for example, 
Someone rings us up. We've you've got a role on a bin manager or whatever. You're doing all your strategic appointments, right? A part one rings you up. You don't really, as a recruitment consultant, have time to help them out. So I hated that feeling, and I thought, well, maybe there's something there where we can unpack that. So instead of saying, "Oh, good luck. CV looks all right. On your way. Best of luck," and they they're out there in the wilderness, and you're not really giving yeah. them anything because you can't. That's the truth yeah. that no one talks about. Don't make about. any money out of a part one. You can't do it, right? So I was like, well, if I make that content there, then instead of just saying, good luck, you go, look, here's all that content. Do it yourself. And that's the key. You mentioned earlier accountability. You decided you wanted to do art history. You decided you want to do recruitment because someone like me, maybe we were crazy in some way, but you have to jump into it. You have to sit down in front of that computer. You have to sit yes. in front of your studio. And what I try to tell people, especially there's a part one, is that you actually don't need me, which sounds crazy because my business is on recruitment, mm. but you don't, right? You can do it it's all yourself. It is. It's and so and so nine tenths of it is accountability. And so what I've learned and where the architecture social is going is that there's a directory and there's you can find all this cool stuff, but the core of it comes back to yeah. recruitment or careers. So I went all the way around the houses, David. And I've come back to right what we started. know. Yeah, yeah. Well, I guess that uh, justifies it all then, doesn't it? But yeah, and it's a bit of a laugh, you know. I like to have a bit of bounce. And I tell you the other thing where I do the architecture social, because I find a lot of architecture content, and I have to be very careful where I say this, it's LinkedIn. I was going to say a very bad word, but I was going to say boring, right? Oh. So, so boring, right? Yeah. So but even this is like just it's quite tame for us, right? But this is like on LinkedIn, it's like, oh my gosh, these guys are just saying whatever they want. Anything can go wrong. But I quite like that of messing with the age old architecture boringness content and just having You're a bit of disruptor. Yeah, why not? We can't yeah. involve it. Let's have a bit of fun. Yeah. You know? yeah. So what what's changed then in the architecture since I left uh, recruitment? It's the so, same thing. <sighs> something's on change mate that's the truth yeah. isn't it something's too something's done um it's in terms of architecture uh, recruitment you laugh of like you mentioned 2009 i was part one 2009 you know like that awful mm -hmm. time when there's no jobs the yeah. pandemic was a crazy one there was just yeah. like so i was running a team at mcdonald's of free recruitment consultants under me okay when the pandemic came, it was just like, I don't know what, it was like a plague eating up everyone. One of my staff got furloughed, then another one and another one. And in a month, we were all furloughed because the mm. jobs, David, just vanished. You know, mm -hmm. like the list of jobs you're working on. Like no one needed anyone. And I had yeah. one role, which was strategic, was an IT manager. And they had to find one because an IT manager left. But there was no one looking for architectural roles, all this stuff. But now a year ago, it's the opposite. Everyone's hiring everything crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and what's happened at the moment is I think um, salaries have gone higher to find people, but they're not sustainable, right? So yeah. so I sometimes get candidates at the moment asking for salaries, which I'm not saying they don't deserve. However, I know that the market, when it calms down, they'll be overpriced. So they risk of being made the first one redundant. So short answer, we're in the bubble. So it was the awful yeah, 2020. Yeah, yeah. And now is the so if you if Boom me and time. you were at, if we were at bespoke, it was the, it would I would imagine it was like oh, hey quick yeah. let's crack on you yeah. know we it's a gold rush and I think now 
it's going to calm down. And especially, I think there's murmurs on the horizon. So some people are still going like, oh, we're going to find people we're going to hire. But the war and the recession Mm -hmm. and all this stuff is like just around the corner, mate. So I think um, it's going to calm down a bit again. So it's been a wild ride. You've missed yeah, it. No, and, and uh, I, you know, I think you did the right thing. You don't want it. I've had a few gray hairs and all this stuff out well, of it, I mate, reckon, you know? I, yeah, because I was doing senior appointments uh, just before I left. And it was at that time, it was a bit quiet anyway. So yeah, I reckon I probably would have got fired if I hadn't have left. So that would have been a different story as well. So like, you know, as the way I, I, I'd done it is like, I, I kind of, I had uh, ownership of it. So I was able to kind of like, it was my decision, whereas yeah. it would have been a different story, I think, if it had been taken out of my hands. I wouldn't have had the same confidence. It, it's um, it's weird how the world works. Just while we were speaking, we've had a few more comments come in saying, it's hard to keep entertaining, it's so technical, and oh yeah, the whole class above me didn't get any internships in 2020. So there we go. Mm-hmm. We've got the the architectural process on, on Twitch. Thank you for sharing that. So, I mean... I've enjoyed this. I'm going to bring up your work one more time. Now, David, where can everyone find you if they've enjoyed this chat and they want to learn yeah. out more or check out your work? Where do they go? Well, as I say, Instagram is my main thing these days. So it's uh, David Horgan Art. Yeah. Uh, and yeah. then my website is it's more or less up to date. Um, it's just www.davidhorganart.com. That's where like you that's well, you can either buy things direct on Instagram or through my website. But nice. uh, actually, most people hit me up on Instagram, really. Yeah, I mean, I like I like both, but we just keep up your Instagram for now. So drop David a message at David Horgan Art or www.davidhorganart.com davidhorganart.com I, I love what you've done I'm going to give you a round of applause you've done it you you didn't moan at the computer you decided you were going to do Thank something you, about it and there's nothing wrong with architecture and there's no. a lot of amazing architects but if you haven't got that bug you got to wonder what you're doing right yeah 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 you've got to love it oh, oh my gosh I brought myself oh. up there thank you so <laughs> much David you're a legend I'm going to end the live stream here now uh, thank you for joining us on your lunch break or wherever. Have a think about what we've talked about today. If you are interested in David's art, then get in contact with him at the Instagram or his website. Or if you are an architect that is interested in the art scene and you want to pick his brains, um, I, David's pretty cool. Drop him a message. And you're also on LinkedIn as well, aren't you, David, as well? I am. Uh, previously, my favorite of all social media platforms. It's got a fun place it's shifted. in my heart. Yeah, 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 exactly. Well, you knock about there now and then, and you can find them in Brixton as well. Thank you so much. I'm going to do one more Cheers. round of applause. I'm going to end the live stream here. David, stay on the stage one second while we close down, and I'll see you all again soon. Take care. Thank there you. we go. Got a fan from George. Bye-bye, everyone. Take care.